Follow along, children. No! Phoenix! Did we really go to space? I learned a lot from you, I Listening to Steady Geekin. Hello. Hello. Hello, people out there. Welcome. My name's Blake. And my name is Brandon. And before we go on, I'd like to play a little something for you. <gasps> a little a little little fun with our intros. Ready? You ready? Are you ready? Yeah, Are you I'm ready? I'm ready. So <laughs> this is for you, Blake. This is for you. Yes, he do, hunty. <laughs> Yay. Uh-huh. Yay, 80s cartoons. Yay. Yay, masters of the universe. Universe. What the hell is that? Mm. The hell? That is a ray gun effect. That's a ray gun effect? And I, th- I think you'll appreciate these right here. Oh, you, you are excited with your new yes, toy. Navy jacket. Navy jacket. No, yes. Navy jacket. Oh, my God. Oh, you. Oh, Mary. I love you so much. That is, of course, Sandra Clark. Oh, my God. Yes, she do. Yes, Florence Anderson. Is that Alf? Maybe. <laughs> I love it. Jack A. Harry. Then, then, then for the for the for the video game geeks. Hadouken! Hadouken! Tiger cut! Tiger cut! You don't know what this is? What is that? Yoga claim! Yoga claim! Is that Street Fighter? Sonic boom! Oh, yeah. Sonic boom! You should have you should have um, Magneto from the X-Men arcade game going, welcome to die. We will, we will have that by the end of the show tonight. By the end of the show tonight? All right. If someone says something funny. <laughs> then uh, a little deeper. <laughs> you know That's who that is? scary. No. Who is that? Zangief. Huh? Zangief. Zangief. Who the yeah. hell is Zangief? You don't know Zangief? Who, what's Zangief? Zangief. The big, res- the big wrestler. The big Russian wrestler from Street Fighter. Oh, okay. Charles. I don't think I ever knew his name. Really? Do you know yeah. this? I couldn't even tell what that was. That's Blanca. That's Blanca? Yeah. Now, I, I know you'll know this. You'll know this. Hold on real quick. By the way, we do have an episode of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air in the background. Yeah. Kind of chilling with and watching and uh, being all nostalgic with. I love it. And I, I said it. Will was the modern day Dennis the Menace because he's always yeah. getting into some trouble. Always, always. But he's got the best intentions. But, the, you know, it's, it's interesting. You know, I've been watching it the last couple of days and just, you know, 
knowing what you know the relationship between him and his uncle Phil, but just seeing it from the beginning mm-hmm. and just you know remember. But I'm I'm kind of excited to see that whole dynamic like yeah. kind of reflourish. Um, and even Will and Carlton like seeing there. I'm 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 I have to say HBO Max is really. It's starting oh, to Oh, that's what this is on? Yeah. It's on HBO Max? Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. All right. So shout out to HBO Max. This is not a, we're not getting a paycheck. This is not a plug. Um, uh, just indulge me for a few more seconds. I have a few other ones. I will happily on. indulge. You know this one? Speak of the devil and it shall appear. <laughs> I got a bunch of these veins. That's bane. You feel in charge. They I'm named the dog in here. Nice. Uh, oh, you think darkness is your ally? Huh? You merely adopted the dark. Adopted the dark? I was born in it. Born. Molded by it. What the fuck? Oh. I didn't see the light until I was already a man. By then, it was nothing to me but bright. <laughs> It's like when you hear it without seeing it, it sounds amazing. Right? And it sounds like a real, like, if you don't know it's Bane, like, if you're not a comic book fan or, you know, whatever, because he, like, everybody loves Bane from that movie now. Yes. Um, But at the time. I'm like, I I just want to know, like, what, why did he make that choice? Um, It wasn't him. I think, yeah. The story is, I was actually listening to an episode of a show called The Rewatchables, and they were talking about um, the, the the trilogies, and they were saying how, I guess like a few weeks before the movie released, Nolan went back and like re-recorded all that stuff. Like, well, the, yeah, a lot. Of, I mean, most of the time, that's what they do. They, but it was like a very last minute thing, though. Oh, like this is not like that wasn't what Tom Hardy said. I guess I don't. Oh, I don't so know what if he did audio wasn't working. Then, yeah, and words. I don't know if that audio exists or not. But I was sure it's I'm like sure to it hear does. it. Um, but I, you know, getting if finding these clips and just listening to the audio and stuff is just like, man, you're right. It's like he sounds scary. Yeah, like he really. It's, it's really good. I mean, it's it's over the top. Mm-hmm. I th- like it, it is this over the top villainous character work whatever um with, of course of course <laughs> no survivors <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's like with um uh you know like the 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 emperor from Star Wars mm-hmm. you know he's always like Join the dark side of the force. Unlimited power. Like it's it's so over the top, it's but that's what makes yeah. it so yeah. awesome. Um, and he and Tom Hardy took took that villainy and just I mean and made it. I mean, just like speak of the devil, and he shall appear. And he shall appear. <laughs> and even that delivery was such a relaxed delivery. Yeah. Like yeah. you could tell, like he's such a, he's such a good good actor in his plates. It's funny because on the way over here tonight, I um, had like when I'm driving, I'll turn on certain like channels on YouTube, like geek channels. I don't watch it. Y'all calm down. Just listening. Just listening. Yeah. I just, you know, cause I like to listen to, you know, stuff like that. And um, there was this one that was on, they were talking about Tom Hardy and his career and how um, Star Trek nemesis almost killed his Hold career. On, what, 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 what? It was, I think it was from what culture it's. Um, okay. It was like, Cause that's the, that conversation has been a, a couple the other show I was listening to about was, was about, was about Tom Hardy and they were talking about Star Trek and how it was just such a weird, like, well, apparently like the thing that was picked apart the most was his, um, performance. 
And he worked, and according to this, he worked so hard on um, he on the role. <laughs> he studied Patrick Stewart's mannerisms and movements and tried to emulate them because he was playing a clone. Yeah, Picard, yeah. You know, and um, he put everything he had into this role. And he had been a Star Trek fan for life. Like he, he this was so like this a, was like his love letter. It was almost. a dream come true, yeah. and it was, um, and it was when he was still really new. Mm-hmm. Um, and because he got such a negative response on what he did. Um, like it, he kind of blamed it for ruining his marriage, apparently, really, um, allegedly, uh, and like even almost. And I guess he has said this out loud that was considering suicide at one point. Like it f- screwed his career up so much. So, but yeah, you came out on the side of the line, honey. You're so good. <laughs> we love you, Tom. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, he's uh, his body of work just has him like just going to these extremes with like his like deep dive into these characters. I would know? say he's, he's, he's comparable to like Christian Bale in that respect, you know, like Christian yeah. Bale is like way out there with that, like Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. You know? Well, let's say it's interesting. Cause then, you know, you think, you know, you got Batman, you know, Bale, and then you had Joker. Um, oh my God. Why am I drawing a blank on his name? Please Which help one? me. Which one? Which on, Joker? on Joker from the Dark Knight. Heath Ledger. Oh, Heath Ledger, um, yeah. Who was, you know, I, so I'm going to be honest with you. I don't really know much. I don't remember much about Heath Ledger when he came to an actor. I just remember for. Don't know much about Heath Ledger. For, for the Dark Knight, I had always heard that he had really like, you know, like went inward to really like try to, you know come to a resolution with this character and really like get into it. Um, and I don't know if he was like that with all his roles or if it was just this one in particular. Um, but I'm just, you know, it's just interesting that like, he, he was somebody that was not really on my radar though. I knew who he yeah, was. It, yeah. I'm gonna be, yeah. Yeah. 10 things I hate about you. And, um, I didn't know he was like this. Like all I like took from that was I couldn't stand his hair and, and things I hate about you. It just looked <laughs> gross. No offense. And I'm sorry, rest in peace. You're an amazing actor, but just in that particular movie. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was like, I don't know. So that was what I unfairly judged him on. And then when I heard he got cast as the Joker, I was like this guy. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, he, he proved me and it's many fun. other people wrong. It's funny. Do you, do you remember, do you remember the, the, the feeling in the air when we heard Heath Ledger was going to be, that it was going to be Joker mm-hmm. that just like 10 things I hate about you. Yeah, guy. yeah. Yeah. And then do you remember the first seven minutes of watching that movie and you're just like, what the hell is going on with that? Just beautiful shot of the city. Mm-hmm. And then you just see this like thing playing out and they're like t- talking about this character and ever notice how the voices were really like cartoony. Ever notice how the characters in the beginning, like they're bank robbers. Yeah. Yeah. They were, they were just they always were, over yeah. the top and that whole scene played out. And then we saw the Joker and I remember taking all those negative feelings that I had about Heath Ledger, <laughs> all of them. And I shoved them right up my ass. Cause I was like, Ooh, wow. <laughs> it was, you know what? I wasn't upset. I wasn't upset. <laughs> <laughs> I say I'm not gonna take a try it um, anyway. Yeah, I just remember watching that whole that whole scene play out, and I was just like, "Oh shit!" Like, yeah, okay. So I was like, "I don't know shit." Yeah, and maybe that's why he did such a deep dive into the roles because he knew he maybe he himself. I don't know if this is accurate, but he didn't want to disappoint the fans, or maybe he's someone that like really takes 
what other people think to heart. Yeah. Like yeah. extreme. And what was it? Was, or maybe he was, just really wanted was, to portray the was, Joker. Was fandom strong back then? Yeah. Yeah. Not, not as crazy as it is, is now. now. But it, was it to the point that where. That was like what? 10, 12 or so years nine? ago. Was it? The Dark Knight was. Oh, no, it, Dark Knight was like 07. Oh, no, I was in college when that came out and I was in college after. Wait, hold on. We can just Find Google this it. out. We can just Google it. Better Google. Better Google it. 2008. So what's the difference? We were right there in the middle. Yeah. All yeah. Right. Um, yeah, that felt right. Because I remember having that on Blu-ray when it came out. I remember I snatched it right. No, I reserved it from a, a video store. Mm-hmm. You know? um, this is those. And uh, yeah, I remember bringing it home that night and watching it at, uh, at Chance House. Mm-hmm. So I was like, that's why I had to be like 2007 or eight. Okay. Yeah. But, um, not that that means anything to any of y'all, but you know. it means something to me. It's neither here nor there. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. Um, well, who else can we get for that? You got Sandra. Dude, listen, you, look, you just, just give me a list. And what I'll do is I'll, <gasps> I, I have it. I know exactly what. <laughs> Do I dare even say it out loud? Um, no, let's see if we're fair. Let's 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 surprise people. Let's surprise people. Okay, yeah. Yeah. you're gonna get a kick out of it. You'll think it's funny. And I and these sound bites have to exist. Like, okay, all okay. Right. Sorry, I'm moving on. You win. Thank you. <laughs> you. Well, thank you. <laughs> I try. Um. So so I wanted to. Uh, we were in the in the car coming over. Um kind of what sparked that gave me the spark to like want to record with you um so i went down a bit of a rabbit hole today oh yes on, yes tell me on youtube so, so okay it started yesterday and i was trying to pick back up so originally what i did was yesterday it was on youtube and um well that's don cheadle <laughs> yeah what? yeah he, just came, he came from philly to visit will damn i didn't realize this was like the first like couple episodes though this is like episode four or five. Oh wow i didn't okay. know that um but yeah so i first i started with watching videos of um jack a harry a harry yeah. from yeah. 227 yep. and then that led to alf and that led to golden girls and then it led me to um the emmy awards and like different like women it started, it started with women of color and then just different women over the years. And I started watching speeches. I was watching, um, I can't think of her name from, um, the Jeffersons. Um, Wheezy. Yeah. Um, For, oh my God. Lawrence Anderson? No, that was, no. <laughs> oh, that was <laughs> she was, um, let me just look it up. We, I really got to remember Google. Oh crap. What was Florence Henderson's uh-huh. name on that? I know her. I know this. What is wrong with me? On, I, I just turned I 40 it. y'all. I got it. It's all changing. Um, her name was Lawrence. Isabel Sanford. Isabel Sanford. Yeah, Thank sorry you. about that. Lawrence um, Wade. Freaking. Wait, what? No, wait. Florence Henderson. Why are we saying Florence? Florence I'm thinking Marla, Gib- Marla Gibbs. Marla Gibbs played. went on the 227. She was Secret. Florence yeah. on the Jefferson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, my yeah. God, <laughs> y'all. Um, so I, I started, I watched her Emmy uh, Award acceptance speech, which, which was really funny. Mm-hmm. Then it led me to 
um, B. Arthur and then blah, blah, blah. So then I was trying to pick it back up today and I somehow got into like really dark episodes again from like 80 shows. Oh. Um, And then I watched where on Roseanne when her sister got beat up by her boyfriend, which was crazy, which I kind of remember watching that. Yeah, I kind of remember watching that. I've seen every episode of Roseanne more times than I even care to like admit. (laughs) The original show for the most part was outstandingly funny but also they told real yeah important yeah. stories so um so then I, you know i started you know i was just going through and i'm just pulling up my uh my history because i'm gonna make sure i have them in the right order um and dan so, goes over and like beats the shit out of fisher oh yep such a good um so then i went and so then it lead, led me to an episode of growing pains mm-hmm. where matthew perry was on the show and his character died in a drinking driving accident involving oh, um one of the kids on the show and i was like oh my god that's what they did then i went to an episode from family ties where michael j fox is like best friend dies in a car crash oh and michael j fox's character is having like survivor's guilt because he should have been there and he didn't and he was like losing his shit over it right okay so then it brought me to an episode Uh of happy days called Joni gets rescued what so i click on it i'm like "Hmm, what is this i'm scared (laughs) okay so here's the scene picture it (laughs) picture it (laughs) um so Joni and a bunch of other dudes, um, there's in some gang, they're in a dark gymnasium. Oh God. What? And she's scared of where this is going. Yeah. Yeah. And they're telling her that, you know, they're going to initiate her into the gang. Um, and she's like, okay, what do I have to do? And on the show, he's like, you got to give us all neck. First of all, ooh, the fact that they called it necking. Yes, yes, yes. But you got to give us all neck. Yeah. And, and underneath that joke was a fucking laugh track. (laughs) I'm I'm not surprised. (laughs) It was. It was a different time back then. Like, (laughs) shit. Wow. Wow. Wait, was that the actual response or that was? Well, it was, it was, yeah. (laughs) I thought I had a laugh track, but I don't. Um, But it was like the, the, like, I'm like, whoa, Uh, this is weird. So. It they was were, either a recorded laugh track or they were being held at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny to think that they were held at gunpoint. Yeah. <laughs> 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 laugh, motherfucker. Wait, um, was it even done in front of live audiences back then? I don't know. So. I mean, yeah, I guess it had to be. So pretty much, pretty much they're about to gang rape her. Oh my God. Right. And it's still like being taken up as a joke because Joni is like, oh, <laughs> right, like, right, right. So then in comes her brother, Ron Howard. What was his name on the show? Um, not Opie. Richie? Was it Richie? <laughs> Richie. <laughs> yeah. So he comes in and like when he comes in, the whole crowd is like, yay, Richie's here. And, uh, you know, you get that sort of like the hero shows up. Right. And he comes in and, you know, he's like, I'm going to get my sister out of here. And now the gang is like, nah. <laughs> You ain't leaving, <laughs> like right? Like whoa, right? And then you hear the we're gonna take you on right? too, boy. And then you hear the ooh, and I'm ooh. like, what is happening? <laughs> Them's fighting words, right? Oh my so god, then, Richie's gonna throw down, you guys. So then he starts like, so then he's like, kind of like backing up, and you know, it's like him, and there's like eight of these dudes. 
Right, eight of these dudes, Richie and his sister. I've seen that before. So he's backing <laughs> up. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. This is a new kind of steady geek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad. Um, so then he backs up and he's like gets back into a corner, and then the dudes are about to hit him, and all of a sudden, Fonz comes out of a, a locker. <laughs> So it's like, wait, 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 what? So it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Of course he did. But wait, okay, so I have, okay, my first question is, why why were you in there? Were you watching? Yeah. Secondly, were you going to let this happen? Were you gonna? Wow. Were you gonna like this? So then, so then he's so so now the Fonz is there. It's the Fonz and Richie, and now was that ever explained? Nope. No, oh, just like okay. it gets going. So then you know it's the Fonz and it, it's Richie, and then the other games was like, well, you're still outnumbered. It's eight to to two. So all of a sudden. Fonzie opens up another locker, and it's one of other it's one of Richie's other boys who comes out. It's like, wait a minute, there was two of you motherfuckers here the whole time. I mean, I don't know whether or not to be uncomfortable, scared, or really, right. really excited. Right. So they're going. So they're. <laughs> so they're like, oh my! So they're just like, okay, another guy. So they're like, yo, you're still outnumbered. Fonz opens up another locker. No. It's another one of Richie's boys in there. Right. I'm just like, wait. Now, this is minute. when a joke goes on a little too long. That should be the last one. And was he the last one? No, oh, no, he wasn't. Right. So then, so then they're sitting there and they're about to like bow up or whatever, right? Mm-hmm. And Joni is now like, listen, I don't want. First, she's like, all right, guys, like, enough's enough. She was like, this is all my fault. Oh my gosh. Right. This is stupid. I don't want anyone getting hurt over me. Like, so I'm just going to leave. Is that part of the lesson of the show? Is like, she shouldn't have been blaming herself? Like, like, I don't know. Oh my I God. don't know. I don't know. So then she leaves. So now Richie and like Fonz. And so now it's like four on eight. <laughs> right. And they're okay. just like, okay. So he, the, the one dude from the gang is like, yo, you're still outnumbered. Right. Out from behind the fucking bleachers. Oh my god. This guy jumps out from behind the bleachers, does like some gymnastic shit, flips over, and like and like I guess he was someone famous because like everyone's going like the whole like audience, audience is going crazy that. for him. And you find out I guess he was some real person who was like did ballet, but he was also like a golden gloves boxer. And he was like joining the fight. So it was like, wait a minute, all these dudes were in this gymnasium. Why? Had, had are you? Am I to believe had Richie not walked in, were they would they have let that happen? Because <laughs> like literally, they didn't come would out. They have and, joined. I'm just yeah. That's a good I, question. What were they doing? I don't. It was the strangest thing. Per, but perhaps perhaps, <laughs> perhaps there's an untold story to the happy days and Fonzie. Perhaps Fonzie was a vigilante the whole time. Maybe he was. I perhaps was looking. Fonzie's headquarters was beneath the high school and he mm. kept it on surveillance and he was watching things go down and he and his team of super Fonzes hid in the lockers mm. because that's where the entrances to their secret headquarters comes out. Oh, so, so they had like little tubes and they, they, were, just, they were getting ready to pounce and he just showed up. He like, like maybe like, cause then I was start- like, they were going to whip their ass. That's how I'm in. Cause, okay. So then I was kind of thinking like, okay, so clearly if I remember the show, right, there's like a special relationship between the Fonz and Richie, right? Ryan yeah, they were, uh, yeah, I think they were best buddies, I think. Right, it, but it's, it's that kind of like the kind of like, oh, you got this really badass rebel and then you got like the kind of 
geeky kid and they just happen to be best friends, but right. whatever, right? right? But it's like maybe he was some sort of like uh spirit guide or some shit. That Ooh, was that's just an like, interesting take. You know what I mean? It just, just shows up whenever Richie needs it. That's interesting. You know? Because it was like, yeah, like wh- how did he know to be there? That would actually be kind of cool. Right? Yeah. Was this was this after the whole literal jumping of the shark episode? I don't, whole, I don't know. Where the whole phrase comes from is I, happy days. I do remember that episode, but I'm not sure where this sat. Hold because on. Because it sounds to me like that's, it would have come in the post, <laughs> the, the post shark, whatever. Yeah. It's literally jumped over a shark. I do remember that episode. I do remember watching that. I don't remember the episode, but I mean, you remember I've seen that numerous times mm-hmm. him jumping a shark. I was like, hey. Hey. Jaws ain't got nothing on me. Hey. Henry Winkler, man. He's, that's something. Like, what what a freaking legacy. The Fonz was a, was a heartthrob back then. Like, he was the bad boy. He was the rebel. (laughs) It was funny looking at him and just thinking who he is now. Like, no disrespect, but it's just like, this dude was like the epitome of cool. Yeah, and, and. In his older years, I mean, he he he's basically a, a geek, a dork. Yeah, he's a dork. <laughs> he's gotten the opposite way. Yeah, but uh, no offense, because I'm, I'm, I'm he's still killing it. I fit in that genre, right? But yeah, it's uh, I mean, were you a badass that was jumping sharks in your younger years? I mean, you did badass things. Well, yeah, things. of course, yeah. Uh, hammerheads, fucking okay. mako sharks. All right, so you're uh, about that life. You know, bull sharks, they just look scary. They don't really, they ain't gonna mess with you. Yeah, yeah. You know, sand sharks, they, don't, they really don't. You know, whale sharks, whale sharks got an attitude. You'd be surprised. That's yeah. not stoic. That's not them being stoic and just minding their own business. That's them talking shit and just trying to, mm. like, stay out of your way. Oh, okay, they, like, put their, raise their nose. Stupid-ass human. Yeah. Raise their nose. <laughs> they raise their raise their... <laughs> Whatever oh, they raise their nose. <laughs> yeah. I was like, razor nose on a whale shark? <laughs> um, actually, yeah, but- I believe you are referring to the narwhal. <laughs> He's in the whale family and he has a horn like a unicorn, which I can't believe that exists. Yeah. We have a book about the narwhal. <laughs> that is crazy. The unicorn of the sea. I'm not going to lie. I, we, we have a children's book that uh-huh. uh, I've read to that is numerous times and I thought it was like a made up thing until I was corrected that it's a real animal. I was like, what? Yeah. I was like, is it still alive? Like it hasn't been hunted in like Yeah. You know what's so weird? Okay, so speaking of unicorns, okay. This is not me getting on a subject of religion or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But there is a there's a place in the Bible which a lot of people know where they mention unicorns. Yes. Okay. And I always thought that was like we I was raised in a family that, that you know read the Bible. So I was like that's just flipping weird. Um and then I saw this really interesting video on YouTube that explained what that meant. Uh-huh. Um, back then, according to this video and this, this uh, historian or whatever, um, the one horned rhinoceros was plentiful, I guess. I don't know. And that's what the rhinoceros was called was the unicorn for, I believe it. for one, for one horn. And then they called the rhinoceros with, with the two bicornus. 
I believe so, it. I so, believe it. Humans would do something like that. And think about it. Like if, if all that stuff happened like over there in, you know, uh, in Africa and the Middle East and all like all those different places and like surely you were going to see one horned rhinoceroses out in the <laughs> desert somewhere. Yeah. Or, you know, like come on. And especially if you're not drinking any water you think you're losing your fucking mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the most beautiful unicorn I've ever seen. Dude, speak while, while we're talking about Africa, did you hear about the Saharan dust that's being blown from Africa? What? Yeah. Google it. Google it. This is real life shit. Oh, me. Oh, like over the ocean, blowing over the ocean. Yeah, it's like it's here in the states, like in the lower part of the. No, I think that's a phenomenon that's happened before. But it's 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 different this year. Why is it different? It seems to be like a lot more, more. Well, I mean that's not surprising either, considering golly, like twenty twenty. I'm oh, right. Man. <laughs> See, your response sets it all. <laughs> it's like it's twenty twenty. It's twenty twenty. <laughs> this there is nothing normal about this year. <laughs> nothing. <laughs> Nothing like some normal things have been happening, but like on our like crazy frequency, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or maybe it's just that it's like one right after the other, and it's no, it's it, it's both. It's both. It's that it's, it's one thing after another, but it's really wild shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's from Africa, man. <laughs> You know, technically, <laughs> technically, we are all from Africa. Okay. Thank you for admitting it, Blake. Te- technically, Thank you for admitting it. What if we're well, well, crazy well, you, civilization and all, right? I, it, it's That's true, but some if, people would say you were crazy for saying that. Well, I, I'm not saying I'm not crazy. Mm. You know, but like, <laughs> but like, think if 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 science and whatever we are to believe that you know humanity as it is from the cradle, yeah started there where it was warm where it was warm you know and tropical at the time most yeah. likely um plenty of water trees food um and if it indeed like spawned from like <laughs> two people in africa or however <laughs> from wherever but the fact is is it started there and over you know the the, the millennia when humanity spread out our bodies adapt to the different environments yeah Yo, or we all come from different planets. <laughs> the planet, I mean, listen, the planet theory, Some, I feel like somebody is going, <laughs> give it a few more years, somebody's going to really take that argument, I think. There's, I think there's, already, just, there's already, oh. there's already, and I don't know if I should even talk about this because I don't want to like, wait, 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 okay. Receive, <laughs> receive the wrath of any Hold particular on. organization. I don't want to be, I don't want it to get put out there. Then we'll take it out there. Trouble. All right, so the Mormons. Okay. Okay, you're familiar with the show Battlestar Galactica. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Told we you can this talk about before. This. Yeah. Well, well, I don't. Well, okay, yeah. The show is like. Oh. Oh yeah. Lord, Lord. Okay, wait, hold on. Oh, all right. Oh, I thought you. Were about- I had a I had a moose knuckle thing going on, and I had to like adjust. So. Hold on, why are you? No, legitimately, that was what was happening. Picture it. <laughs> oh, this one, this one I want to do. I want to set the mood for this. Give me one second. Oh, set the mood. Give me one indeed. second. So me say me. we all. You just gave me. You know, idea. this is the way. Is the new so say we all. Mm, is it? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Okay. This is the way. You know the Hold Mandalorian. On. Oh yeah, I forgot. I forgot that quick. Bro, <laughs> I rewatched Dude, it. The Mandalorian feels like years. <laughs> wow. Just because there's been so much shit. There was a lot of content during quarantine. Yeah. Uh, one second. Okay, proceed. On the show Battlestar Galactica, <laughs> humanity comes from a homeworld called Cobol. Mm-hmm. 
this comes from the Mormon belief. Now, this is once you get into kind of like the inner circle, if you will, in the Mormon religion. On the outside, it's the Latter-day Saints, and a lot of it is kind of traditional Christian whatever, right? Once you get into this inner circle, you find out, and I know this because someone very, very close to me um, was a member of the Mormon church for a small, short minute and started questioning the stuff that was being followed. So then he was excommunicated. Really? Mormon church, right? This was years and years and years and years and years ago. Um, Part of that was they believe that humanity comes from a planet that orbits a star called Kolob, K-O-L-O-B. And on Battlestar Galactica, it is the world known as Kobal, where they just switched the B and the L. Oh, shit. Um, So like, so the Mormons believe that humanity not only comes from one planet circling that star, but many planets throughout the the galaxy. Um, Mm. And that before all of this happened, like before humanity and all that, you had God and Jesus and you had Lucifer and you had like all of these biblical characters sitting around the table deciding who gets what planet. So Jesus is like, all right, I'm going to get earth. And Lucifer's like, oh no, that's not, that's not, I want, that's not right. Like, uh-uh. Um, and so Jesus is like, all right, all right, you can have it. You can have it. So Lucifer gets earth, right? You know, but but they make it to where um, you can have it, but we're going to give the people the choice to choose between you and me. <laughs> um, and that's kind of it. That's kind of like the backbone. They, they think that that's what's happening, that eventually we're going to return to those planets or we're all going to be reunited one day somehow, cosmically. Um, that's it. That's, that's pretty much the end. You know what I'm, I'm not mad at Mormonism. It's pretty interesting. Look, I'm not, I don't, I'm not counting out anything from anybody. We don't know what the hell's going on. And, and Very true. we really don't know the actual truth. Um, so to me, that's, considering what we are discovering in the mm-hmm. universe and mm-hmm. in the galaxy doesn't seem that far fetched. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what if that's possible? Or what if, what if say we are the planet orbiting Kolob and that it's, it'll be our civilization that goes out amongst the stars. What if we're reading not the past, but the future, mm. you know, I, mm. I don't know. That's great. That's stupid. That doesn't make well, sense. Yeah, but, no, I, but I mean, like, and maybe, and maybe what's stopping us from kind of reaching that potential is all the bullshit that we're caught in right now. Well, yeah. Like, all right. While we're in, all right. While we're in this fucking pocket, right. Like, you know, thinking about just everything that's going on, right. Uh-huh. It's hard not to overlook the fact that like, there's like a trinity of shit that's happening, right? So this trinity, right? It's happening. Steady geeking deep. <laughs> it's happening internally mm-hmm. with COVID. Okay. Right? It's happening 
I think socially with like just kind of everything that's happening just with all the, you know, protesting and stuff going on. Right. And then from a country standpoint and dealing with both and everything else, like from like a a national perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like we're in a really like kind of like dodgy place. (laughs) <laughs> you know, and I, and I would I, say have been for a good 20 years. Yeah. 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 That's part you're right. Like that, where, where it's more widely can, uh, considered to be, that's the place we're in. Yeah. You know, but I think now with these other two situations, all these two things going on now, it's just like, we're literally dealing with like three crises right now. <laughs> like, like this is and like, on top of that, we're in, we're dealing with personal crises as yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so it's like I mean, it's being—it's a global thing. It's an entire global. Yeah, everyone is experiencing the same or just similar yeah. scenarios. <clears throat> so it's like you know, like I—I I just kind of ask myself, I was like, like, is this the test? Like, is this what? Like, we've had, we've talked you and I off air, and we've said mm-hmm. for a while that we just felt like something was like. I was, I was over something. the horizon. Yeah, you know, I yeah. think a lot of people have felt that way for I, a long time. Yeah, that's one of the first things Chad told me, like when we were first talking, you know, whatever philosophically, whatever. And I mm-hmm. told him too, like I told you, I was like, I've always felt like that our generation is about to experience something yeah. major. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know if we were just being conditioned to think that. Yeah, I, I mean, there, there, there are times where, was, you know, and I'm not sitting here saying like we were for some sort of like fucking Nostradamus. That's not what no, we're no, saying. No, 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 I think this is one of those things where I think the, the energy and the frequency has been right for, yeah. for a long time. And I think if you haven't felt it, then maybe you're just it, not. You're close to, well, that's the, oh, see, I can, you know, I could go on. Because like, everything you're saying, I can come back and I can tell you like, I can correspond it to certain things that have been written before, yeah, which yeah. is just interesting. Yeah. Right. Just not, not for them. I ain't trying to save nobody. Um, <laughs> well, listen, I mean, listen, we're just talking shit for the purpose of content for our show. Yeah. So and please no one get offended. And it almost, we're just sounds, here having yeah. fun. And it's like, yeah. it's, I'm just only talking about the stuff that I've read Yeah, and we're applying it to like science or science fiction, whatever. Like it's just scenarios that we've seen in movies. Um, and, I don't know. It's like we're, these things are starting to like really happen now. Like stuff that we've only watched or read or, or imagined like stuff's happening. It's, um, I don't think anybody, well, yeah, they, they'll be deniers, but I'm just saying, I, I think most people who are logical, I don't want to say woke. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's a bit of an outdated term, (laughs) Um, but I just mean, I, I know a lot of people believe in, Energy, right? Mm-hmm. And science says it. We're energy. Yeah. Energy, we're just made up of all that. And, you know, they science even says when we die, like, we don't just cease to exist yeah. because energy just change, changes uh, form. form. It's form and it, you know, expands, whatever. Uh, but energy never dies. Like, it never totally just vanishes, right? Yeah. Um, and if you think about, like, say, in the animal world, where, you know, dogs in particular, because I've raised dogs my whole life, they are in tune to your energy and to your, um, to your emotions. And it's not, you don't even have to be like emoting with your face or voice uh, and maybe not even body language, but all it takes is just your, your energy. And if, if you're in your mind and say you're having a real shit day um, or you're angry about something, that dog knows it instantly. It feels it. And 
you all can argue with me till the, till you're blue in the face. I've raised dogs. Yeah. I yeah. know this is a fact. Yeah, and I think anybody that's been in a relationship with another person knows that. You, like, yeah, yeah, you can sense that other yeah. person what they're feeling, and and more people are in tune to that. Like, yeah. if you want to call it empathic, um, or sympathetic. I don't know, or just you know intuitive. Um, if you're a person that can read people really well and gets mm-hmm. to know like people's uh, habits and whatever, you can kind of like predict how people yeah. or whatever. But anyway, um, long story short, long story long, there's an energy out there right now that I think people are feeling and they have been for a long time. And again, is it because of stuff that's been put on television, like with the media, is yeah. it just our, our awareness of the world now more than ever, you know, because of, social media and the internet and all that. Yeah. Um, are we creating it ourselves, the chaos? Like as far as like, are we just so convinced and certain that this is how history is going to end yeah. up yeah. that we manifest it and make it happen ourselves, you know, or is this just like, these things are going to happen. And those of us that, you know, are, a w- are, aware or awake, yeah. fucking awake or whatever, <laughs> you know, we're in tune to that energy. Yeah. Like we, we know there's something on the horizon. None of us knows, but it's like, you can feel it. Yeah. 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 Sorry. That was a whole like, long, <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, 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 we are here. Perfect. All right. We are here for this. Um, yeah, man, uh, it's just, it's, 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 you're right. There's something. Uh, it's, I mean, it's clearly something, something. Yeah. What I don't think we'll know until we know. Yeah, very vague comment, but yeah, and I and I'm I, I'm of I'm of the 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 notion not to say there is no power in the people or whatever, but I I do think a lot of things are just gonna happen. Yeah, and there's not we we don't have a choice in a lot of it, um, except to choose how we respond to it and how we decide to live through it and after it, um, and how you know, how it'll, you know, how we, uh, our relationships change. Like we have to be more in tune to, we have to be more self-aware and we have to be more, um, aware of each other. Yeah. And it's cause things change around here now. Things are changing. That's a fact. All right. Yawn. That's not, that's a fact. So just basically keep on keeping on. Y'all need to live. We all need to live. Listen, this is, you know, I'm glad we're having this conversation because like, you know, I've been really kind of like, you know, especially for us just thinking about like, we've been having this conversation about like, you know, uh, you know, bringing the show back and like what we're doing and stuff like that. And um, I feel like what we're doing right now, like kind of having these conversations. And I think, I don't, I don't know if these conversations are happening. I think, every, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think anyone's kind of having those conversations of like, kind of, let's just talk about what we're feeling right right now. And then like, how do we, how do we process that and then move, move forward, forward with it? You know yeah. what I mean? And I think like, I don't know, like, I feel like that's a, that is a lane, that could be a lane for us. Okay. Like, and I just think that like, only, and I only say that because we keep joking around about like all the things that we've watched. Right. And we've been like, we've like, you know, movies or whatnot and how just everything just kind of seems like in real life is pulling from like all these different things. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah, it really does feel that way. And I don't know which one came first, the chicken or the egg in this, in this regard. Right. But it's like, I don't know what to do other than to look to some of these 
movies and these TV shows and these things that like we grew up with and just like look for strength or just not look for so much strength. And when I say look for guidance also, I'm not saying like I'm just walking around aimlessly, but like I think we just all need something that we can like just kind of like look up to so that we can have something to work towards. You know what I mean? Like, things like the, the things that can, you just inspire. Like, yeah. Yeah. Our ideals or whatever it is. Cause like we need something to like, cause stuff like this like, is, is going to pull so many people down Yeah, and in like dark, dark places, Yeah, you know? Yeah. And so you, yeah, looking at that stuff, like you're saying, like maybe it'll give us hope. We're not going to go join a rebellion or something. Yeah, and yeah. Shoot laser guns at Darth Vader, but all that might be fun. I, I can tell you right now, man. There's a part of me that you know I, I'm I'm bullshit when I'm I, in in the action of doing it, but like. Man, I really want to get back into like my Smallville bag, just so I can like kind of get that energy that I got from that show back when it was on. Because man, when I used to watch it, it really was, and like I really did like, I don't know, like I, I, if you don't get this, you don't get this. If you get it, you get it. Mm -hmm. But like when you when you really are into a show or a character, especially like superheroish stuff, right? Yeah. There are things, qualities about those characters that you love and that you like mm -hmm. that for some people, they really do want to try to like, uh, what's the word I'm trying to say? Uh, project those, those qualities out in real, in real life. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, Smallville had a lot of those and, and just that version of Clark had a lot of things. I just thought was like, they, that what they got right was that whole, his whole small town innocence as frustrating as it could be, yeah, not yeah, story wise, but but the, I think they captured that, you know, that 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 innocence, that half glass full, yeah, you know, yeah. optimist sort of, um, and and I feel like I like I need that sort of like I need that sort of energy right now. I need that sort of like show or movie yeah. or you know what I mean so like I don't know I've been like the, you know lots of like I've just been like looking for stuff to just get me that's why I was so happy you put me on to uh LOL Australia uh, yeah because Dude. man that was like LOL I was, Australia on Amazon Prime <laughs> y'all yeah. need to watch this because I have not laughed so hard out loud like that and I don't remember when Listen, I don't I, I'm, I was uh, I was watching that last night right I'm not gonna lie I was saying like oh man these would be awesome like bits to do on the show like some of the things that they like, some of like the games that they were playing. Oh yeah. yeah. I was thinking the same thing. I was like, how can we apply this to right. our show? Because I said th that show, that's how I behave in, in normal yeah. life. You can attest yeah. to that. Yes. Yes. Dancing around randomly, singing random, like disgusting songs and making stupid jokes. Mm -hmm. And like, it's funny and it's fun. And those are my people. <laughs> and I want to be on that show, but in America, cause I don't want to fly 24 uh, hours to, to Australia. Yeah, but. no, we, uh, and, and, and it's funny. Like, like me and kind of the same thing you said with Chad. You just started watching it, and then you were kind of gauging it. Yeah, it was like I don't know. I don't know what this is going to make me feel. And and when I saw, when I saw his reaction, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. that's how it was with Rebecca. Like I just put it on. She was like on her phone text or whatever, and mm -hmm. I just put it on. And I kind of like briefly, quickly, like explained to her the because she came in. She heard that she heard what the prize was, and I'm convinced that my wife is like addicted to like comp competition shows. She might be because she <laughs> wasn't interested. She she heard a hundred thousand dollars. She was like, wait, what's this for? <laughs> uh, <laughs> did I did, did someone say money? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, so like I tried to like explain to her the rules real quick, but she wasn't really into it. So I just said, "Fuck it." I was like, "You know what? I'm not even gonna like. I'm, I'm not. I had a headache. I was like, I'm not gonna put the energy into. it. I'm just gonna watch it and go." Yeah. And then I watched the first episode. She watched it. She was kind of like. I didn't hear any laughter and then the second episode came on and then because it was like a little like kind of it went like a little cliffhanger or whatever mm-hmm. she we were dying like we were mm-hmm. like we were in it from there on it's I, I tell you, it once it grabs yeah it's, yeah it's so <laughs> the stuff that they say and do and they it's it's a show if you don't know it's like they had they're putting a, in a room together for six hours and they have to do their their hardest to make each other laugh and then it's on it's their responsibility to not laugh yeah <laughs> you can't smile you can't almost laugh or is it, none of it you can't just like even have a little like mm-hmm. like <laughs> even if you don't smile you do it mm-hmm. that's still you laughed and you're in trouble and that's hard. It really these is. People are funny and yeah. it gets crazy. They start act dude. Like yeah, I can't wait to the further and, you get. And can I say, I really enjoyed that. It was like, this all took place in one day. Yes. Like it was six. When, six and and the, she kept saying, I was like, Oh damn. I was like, they really just got right to it. Like there's no bullshit. Like, no, we're not here for at like we days don't have to see everybody's week. story. Oh, I was like, yeah, I'm here for this. I'm, I'm here for this. I'm so tired of those shows where you have to see their, the person's story, yeah, and their yeah. background, and their hardships and stuff. I'm like, we all got hardships. Well, I like it because it's like, it kind of keeps it neutral. Like you don't get, yeah. like you're not, you're not, you're you not know, biased. Yeah. You're not in a situation where it's like, Oh, this person's story is making me like, you know, a little bit more. You, all we have to know is how funny they are. Yeah. Or yeah. aren't. And yeah, I can't. I can't wait to to finish this show. Yes. So thank you, sir. I oh, you're welcome. That. But you yeah. were you were saying you're looking for more things to make you feel lighthearted or to make you yeah, laugh. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think I, I think too. I think I need some of that right now because you know it's just it's it's heavy, man, and you know it is. I, you know I'm dealing. You know. I'm dealing within some like outside stuff that's going on. So it's like, I, you know, I mean, I have to pay, I am paying attention to it, but it's like at the same time, it's just like when it's like taking over all my other like mm-hmm. pop culture things, it's just like, okay, like I'm not mad, but it's like, I got to find something else to kind of keep me. And then the other hand, the other thing too is like some shit, like I wanted to get back into the boys and then I'm starting to realize that like, I think my like, threshold for like violence and gratuitous stuff is right. just not there anymore mine's mine's waning too <laughs> yeah and like, I, you know, I used to watch freaking horror movies yeah. like my whole life and now i don't really like to watch them unless it's like it's gotta be suspense. right yeah yeah like i need to i need to feel more than just like grossed out like i need yeah. to be like in the story and, and don't be violent just for violence yeah. sake. because that now is that's but that's like this is how like society like i'm not saying that's what's turning people around i'm just saying that people were into the dark shit yeah. and that's taken precedence over the more positive stuff that we grew up. We went well, into the gutter. I don't know. Actually we went, we watched some pretty messed up shit, but yeah, like, we did. We were deep down there. We fell down that well. We fell down deep. Ouch. <laughs> but that was, um, I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's heavy and we got to keep doing stuff to make us happy enough to get through all of it. Yeah. And you know, I don't know. God, we just got really. This is, that's the that's the most serious we've ever been on this show. We I I had a rule from day one: no politics, no social stuff. Like if we can help it, like let's just keep it geekery and and let's keep it to where we can all appreciate the stuff that we're talking about and has nothing to do with yeah. Like, you know. So listen, we didn't grown up. This didn't was huge. Up. We done well. Yeah. You know. Also, there's the, the there's not. 
too terribly much happening in our geek culture world except yeah. for Michael Keaton coming back. Oh my God. Michael Keaton, Michael Keaton coming back. Ben Affleck possibly coming back. All right. So let's just say this for a second. We might, all right, there is a chance we might have two or more Batmans. Yes. In the DC E universe. It's connected to the same story. And they shall appear. Yes, they we shall are speaking of Just his subtle delivery of that line. I that know. is good. But before we go on, I wanted to say this before in regards to Tom Hardy. I listen to this particular line a lot and just the veracity in his voice. I didn't see the light until I was already At a the man. By then, it was nothing to me but blinding. <laughs> Like yes, what? Oh my it's, god! It, Damn you, Tom Hardy! You're good. It's he's good. Yeah, he is. I love it when that. I love it when it can get over the top, but it's like not horrible. Yeah, not terrible, but it's just like ooh, it's over the top. It's just perfect. Kind of like for me, Faye Dunaway and Supergirl. Mm. I mean, it is kind of horrible, but it but it's like over the top in the best of yeah. kind of yeah, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Power of shadows. <laughs> Yeah. Um. So yeah. So so we got Michael Keaton. Um. Then there's room. Then there's rumors about Affleck coming back. Um. Somebody needs to make up their mind. Bale's name is being thrown around, which I do think. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know anything about any of this shit. To be honest with you, so we're just it's talking shit right now. Um. But I, I I like these rumors. I, I like that this is something yeah. that's being spread around, just because at one point I really did think that Batman was going to be done. Like just as a movie franchise, and yeah. Because I don't like, have a lot of hope for for the the Robert Pattinson. I mean, I'm I'll, I'm looking forward to watching it, but I'm I'm not thinking this is going to be a game changer of any sort. Yeah, and I feel like that's how we should be going in with these movies. Like I feel like that is the 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 right mindset mm-hmm. because I think don't go in negative, but just not yeah. because I don't something. think because yeah because I think we we as fans need to manage our expectations for DC right because I think and and when I when I say like you're saying not expecting anything game changer this is not like I'm not like I'm not expecting this to be shit I'm just not expecting a Marvel movie I'm not expecting some sort of big like Easter egg or you know what I mean side note real quick because I just recently rewatched a bunch of Marvel movies you know Mm -hmm. the Marvel Cinematic Universe is not Perfect. Oh. The least. There are some actual stinkers out there. Blake, talk to him, Blake. Blake there talk are still. Talk, talk <laughs> there, to him, Blake. Hold there on. are some stinkers. <laughs> let me find it. Let me find it. <laughs> <laughs> what hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That child needs help. Yes, talk, talk to him. <laughs> Ooh, <Mary>. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, Marvel is great. We can all agree. Marvel is great. What they did is unprecedented. It's <laughs> yep, m- yep, mad yep. respect for that. And for creating a, a, a mostly cohesive continuity and universe, um, even with the amount of different writers and directors. And, you know, Kevin Feige gets a lot of that credit because he's like kind of like the architect, right? So mm-hmm. um, that's all great. And yes, Endgame was off the charts. Mm-hmm. It was really good. I rewatched it again just a few days ago and it still had me like, and I actually, I didn't cry in the movie theater at the end, mm-hmm. but I did at home this time. It got me. I'm, I've missed my meds, but you know, I'm not <laughs> kidding. Um, I'm not, uh, but there are some stinkers as in, I think I'm good. I don't think I need to watch Iron Man 2 anymore. Yeah. Iron yeah. Man. I, I feel that way about Iron Man. Iron Man 2. Actually, Iron Man. Oh, so what I did was I, I started with Captain America uh-huh. instead, the first Avenger. Then I went to Iron Man, which felt 
more natural to me. Okay. And I, and I appreciated that first one a lot more. Um, Iron Man two. No, thanks. I'm mm-hmm. done with that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, uh, Thor has its moments, mm-hmm. but it's really not a good yeah. movie. Like yeah. the, the, it, it was a little underwhelming in yeah. some aspects. Visually it was great, but story, eh. um, Oh, Incredible Hulk. I used to watch a lot. I used to actually, and I still really, that holds a high place for me. I love Incredible Hulk. Yeah, I do too. But I don't have to watch it really yeah. for Marvel because yep. it's not even kind of like whatever. Um, and there's Avengers. That's when it changed. <laughs> that's when it changed. That was, that's yeah. when it was like people started taking it. It was like, oh, okay. This is what yeah. these are. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm glad you're so, saying that. Yeah. So this is, and the, so that's, that's the, that's kind of like the, the thing they got, a, they got to. a chance to, to, to make those movies without any pressure. DC's right. never had that. Opp- well, DC right. in this, in this current generation has not had that same opportunity. Yeah. They haven't. Well, they jumped, well, they also kind of jumped the gun. They, they did Ben of Steel. Yeah. And they kind of went right into, oh, well, we got to, they were trying to play Marvel's. They were trying to play Marvel's yeah. game. But there of- was a lot of pressure from the fans to do that though. But that, you know? There was, it was mixed. It was. it was like, don't rush. Don't, don't, don't. Ru-. It was this, probably the same one saying, hurry up and get to event, uh, to like, justice league that turned around and said, Ooh, don't rush. If, if, if we can, if we can live on an alternate planet, right. Can mm-hmm. we just imagine what 10 years of DC would look like if they actually taken their time and told the story, whatever, like yeah. told it like in a slow multi-movie way mm-hmm. and then build up to that Avenger or not. I mean, they would be at justice league already. I mean, they would, they, they could have easily had their own end game. Like there's no reason they couldn't have been in, in 2019 or 2020 and in 2019 you have, you have Avengers um, end game and then 2020 you have infinite crisis or something like that. There's no uh-huh. reason that like that should have happened. Like it yeah. should have been, it, we should have gotten a slate of movies over the last 10 years from DC mm-hmm. that really built up the way Marvel, if that's what they were, if, if they were trying to be like Marvel. I don't, I see originally they weren't until, until they realized that Marvel was successful and, and people were into what they were doing. Yeah. Um, then I think they were like, All right, yeah, let, let's, let's, yeah, let's make a shared universe. Cause you know, Avengers worked, Yeah, you know? but, but even Avengers isn't great. No, it's, it's. I will say this Avengers is still, I hold the first Avengers movie in a very high regard Mm -hmm. because of what it was. Yes. And I knew that when I saw that movie, I was like, I don't care whatever comes after this, Mm -hmm. this movie is always going to be it because that moment, that build up, Mm -hmm. everything about that was just like, (laughs) but then, but then we got, but then we got age of Ultron, which I don't hate age of Ultron. I, I like it more than I don't like it. Well, yeah, yeah, and I th- I would probably say I prefer that one over the the of, of prefer that one over Avengers. Um, just because yeah, of the you, action, and there's way more Avengers. Like you way see more Avengers. More, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Like that opening is dope. The one shot to me, well, that yeah, it's when, just and, amazing. Yeah, and that one shot where they're slow mo. Yeah. The next shot that gets me is at is at the end when they're fighting Ultron, mm-hmm. and it's Vision, Thor, mm-hmm. uh, Iron Man, yep. all blasting uh, yep. Ultron at the same time. Freaking awesome. Yep. 
Yep. Um, Listen, I love that whole opening like fight in in Age of Ultron in the in yeah. the woods. In the woods like yep. that is just watch your language. And, and the way they're all introduced is just like yes, man. Like if I've never it was seen like a Avengers, comic book. yeah. If I never saw the first of it, or whatever, this is my first superhero movie. I'm, I I have to be like, what the fuck is going yeah. on? Like this is just crazy. <laughs> so the surprising element of rewatching these movies to me mm-hmm. was how much Black Widow has changed for me and how, and w- the way I feel about Black Widow. Knowing what, yeah. Knowing how it ends up, looking back at the beginning, because I, because, you know, I'm like skipping Iron Man 2, so like her introduction to that movie to me doesn't. It's, and it's very subtle. It's, it's a subtle. very like, which I always did like though. Yeah, it, w- it was fine. And like that had a lot of Nick Fury in that one, which was good, but I think we can just skip that part because we don't really see Natasha until Avengers. Yeah. Yeah. And then from there, it's just like pedal to the metal. And and you start to realize she's the heart of the whole team through each movie. Mm -hmm. They were, that seems to be what they were building to was that, you know, black widow is the heart of the Avengers. Um, so I paid close attention to her this time around and to her and Hawkeye's relationship mm-hmm. and her, actually her relationship with everybody because her relationship with each indiv- individual is different. is different and yeah. it's unique and it's more unique than the other ones. Yeah. Each other. Yeah. I really love her and Bruce's. Yeah. Which came when, out of left when, field. When, when he comes back in uh, Infinity War yes. and they have the, and they have that moment where it's just like, oh shit. And, you, and then you remember it's like, oh wow. Like in the last movie they were together, like there was something budding there. Yep. And then he just laughs. It's like, oh man. Like, and and he's been gone for years at this point. Yeah. And then, like, and then you have that scene in Endgame when you find out she dies Mm -hmm. and Hulk has that moment. It's just like, Mm -hmm. I almost wish they had, like, kind of stayed on that a little bit longer because it was just like that was something that should have been that never got to happen. Right. You know? Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Natasha was definitely, and it, now I kind of feel sad her movie is getting fucked. Yeah, and I, but now I'm more interested to see it. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's gonna be awesome. Um, and I'm actually now a lot more sad that she's gone because mm. there's there's still so much potential with that character. Yeah, yeah, you know, um, but like other like kind of like stinkers in the group was like you know Iron Man three. I'm not a big fan of anymore. Like, yeah, yeah, um, Thor the Dark the, World. The Iron Man, I'm gonna be honest with you. Man. I thought one of the best moves they did was making Iron Man show up in all these other movies. Yeah, he because was. He was most, I, I, uh, one day we'll talk about Robert Downey Jr. outside of Avengers movies. Yes, I'm saying Avengers movies because I'm throwing Iron Man one, two, and three mm-hmm. into the lump. Mm-hmm. Into the lump of bad outings that Robert Downey Jr. has had outside of the Avengers movies. Okay. Like he, I, I can't, all right. And, and this iteration of Robert Downey Jr. outside of the Avengers movies, what other movies, and maybe the Sherlock Holmes movies, which I don't know why he stopped making them. Cause I really did enjoy those movies. Oh, I, I didn't like them at all. I thought, I, I mean, why. I just, they weren't the greatest, but it was like, okay, if he's going to do this kind of, <laughs> I mean, that's a nice bag to have. Sherlock Holmes on one end and then fucking Tony Stark on the other. I think that was the problem. I think it was, oh, suddenly he is Iron Man. He can't see him as anything else. And he, so he decided to take on another big franchise to try to play two massive roles. Like, I so that that works. So that kind of leads to my question. Is he now typecast as Tony Stark? And is he ever, like, is, is... or is because Tony he's Stark, coming back. Or is Tony Stark typecast as Robert Downey Jr.? Because I think Tony Stark, this portrayal of him is 
probably pretty much Robert Downey Jr. is the way it feels. Yeah. I mean, it's great. It's great. I think he's, I think he's great. Yeah. He, there's, he's the only Tony Stark I could imagine. Like, but then it just doesn't right now. Like, and, I, and I'm only, I can only speak to the Dr. Doolittle movie, which got destroyed. Uh-huh. Um, but it's just like, man, like, how do you go from like being on top and then you go do this and, and especially following the send off that you get, which I felt like just made it had to make it tough for him. It was like, I just got this big send off. I'm trying to leave this behind me. And now I go up and do this thing. Because, because to be an actor of that caliber and or that or of that popularity, that to, have to be that famous, to have a role that massive is so rare yeah. in Hollywood. So there is no real follow up to that. Yeah. Everything after that, if you're going to compare it to Iron, the role of Iron Man, nothing's going to be the same. Like See, that's it's where impossible. I, leave. Um, I mean, I know I say that now, not being in their shoes. I know actors get tired of doing shit, but. Well, a lot of those actors that would leave those roles and like, nah, I'm not, I'm don't associate <laughs> me with that are coming back now, aren't they? Because that's where the money's at. And, and now they realize, you know what? There's some like depth to a lot of yeah. these stories. It's not just, you know, it, but it, it just, you just reminded me, I was watching an interview. Um, like I can hear the breaks in like Ewan McGregor's head. <laughs> can I, can I uh, take that comment back? <laughs> Sorry. It, it, I was, uh, I was watching an interview. It was with the cast of golden girls from 92 during the final season. Uh-huh. Um, and I'm oh. definitely convinced. I, I want to know what was going on behind the scenes because uh-huh. there's, uh, it seemed like there was some tension going on. They did. They didn't like each other. I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> I, and especially, mostly, especially B Arthur and, and Betty White. Yeah. But, um, they were talking, so they interviewed Estelle Getty and B. Arthur separately, uh, and then right. they um, interviewed Betty White and uh, Rose <laughs> Rue uh, McClanahan, Rue, Rue McClanahan mm-hmm. separately. So they were talking to uh, to Rose and and uh, Blanche, and they were just like, you know, so how are you feeling about this? And Rose was like, like I'm not like ready for this, like you know, like I don't do good with change, and like yeah. this is really sad, and blah blah blah. And Rose is sitting there stone face. And she was like, mm, Rose? Yeah. I mean, uh, Blanche. Blanche. Okay. Blanche, is, Blanche is sitting there stone face. And she's like, I like variety. She was like, I like to switch <laughs> things up. Like, I'm, she was like, I'm ready. To, she was like, I like to leave things before they get painful. I'm just like, oh shit, what is going on? Leave on a high note. Leave on a high note. Yeah. But then she comes back the next season for Golden Palace. <laughs> But she, well, she realized she still needed a paycheck. Yeah. Look, because in her look, uh, an actress, unfortunately, of her age yeah. and in, in the yeah. era of the eighties, she had she yeah. had to do what she had to do. But like you know, like the Star Trek cast, like uh, Leonard Nimoy um, w- didn't want to be associated with Spock for a long time. William Shatner was the same. Patrick Stewart was the, sh- the same. So for like twenty years or thirty years after their original runs as these characters. Now they see how nostalgia is winning yeah. and reboots and revivals are coming back and sci-fi and action superhero is in and the rest is not that popular anymore. So they're no fools. Yeah. Like I wonder, I mean, is that something like as an actor on a show, right? Is that something you should kind of have stored off in the back of your memory somewhere where it's just like, okay, like, and I know that, you know, hindsight is always after the fact is always clear, but it's like, should you be kind of thinking like, okay, like thinking, you know, a show's popular now. What's this lifespan? Is it going to have, you know, like, is like, I think this show was ending now, but like, is this really it for me in this character? 
Like, is there like... Now that I think people will think that. Yeah. I think back then they were convinced that... I, I think Patrick Stewart after Nemesis was like... He's like, this is it. I'm never playing <laughs> He's like, I again. am done. <laughs> He's, I've heard him say he is done with that role, with uh, Professor Xavier, so many times, but then would come back multiple times. Yeah. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, but, ne- but when you hear these actors that were turning their nose up at their own roles a while back, now that... And they're the ones that have come back to do these reboots or whatever, and you hear them in interviews now... A lot of them talk about, yeah, back then it was because of this and I was young and it was, I wanted to branch out and and people weren't giving me roles, whatever. So that's why I got angry and didn't want to have anything to do with it. But now I realize that's what made me. And now Mm -hmm. now I realize, you know, how, how much the fans love this and that and this character, blah, 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 blah. You know, because now for actors, you want to come back and do all this stuff. And there's also money for them in the con circuit or the was before COVID, right? You know, they make their money at cons and selling. It's almost like it's. Not, I don't want to say sad because we've enjoyed meeting them and we've had. Yeah, fun. but no, and it, I would. It, I would it kind of shows either. what it is, though. It's it shows kinda, what it is. You're yeah. kind of peddling for money because yeah. you don't have an actual like nine to five. You're, you know, you're you're an actor and you're not working at the moment, so you're going to cons and making money, which is respectful, respectable because people love you. And there's nothing wrong with it. And I know I would be doing it if I had been. Yeah, I would know, be too. Hell, I Come get my autograph. I think it'd be fun, man. <laughs> you get to hang out with all these other like iconic actors, even though yeah, they're not be super mad popular. <clears throat> that would be fun. Whatever. One day. Never know. You never know. Hey, I was, be- I've been watching Rodney Dangerfield, uh, videos, uh-huh. um, like, or like interviews with him on like, um, talk shows and stuff. And he, the man was, hysterically yes, funny. Yes, I love I loved Rodney Dangerfield. And but what I didn't know is I was, I was started watching a documentary on him on YouTube. What I didn't know was that, you know, he came out to Hollywood and, and tried it like in his 20s or something and it didn't work out. So he quit at age 28 mm-hmm. and he came back to it and succeeded at age 41. Shit. So the Rodney Dangerfield we know mm-hmm. got started when he was 41. That's why he always looked old. Yeah, yeah. You know, back then. <laughs> he was older. <laughs> <laughs> but like I always assumed he had always been in it nonstop yeah, yeah. from a young man. No, there was like a 20, nah, there was like a. He uh, fell out of love. Not 20 years, but like, well, he just couldn't win. And so he had anyway had to go and get like a regular real job and like, you know, whatever. But he went back and just like, you know what? I'm going to do this again. And, and that was his time. Yeah. I'm saying that for my own benefit. I mean, listen, you know, this is what I used to do and now I want to get back into it. Listen, there's, there's truth to it. You know, like we, we get, we get things presented to us, not necessarily when we want it, but when we're ready for it, you That's know, right. and we think we're ready when we're not really not ready. When opportunity know? calls, you know, so, as Cinderella said, and in, into the woods, opportunity is not a lengthy visitor. Mm-hmm. Snatch it up. Oh, I love you, Jacket. <laughs> this is yes. fun, Blake. This one, it's always fun. It always is. It's never not fun. My homie. I know, me Rolling too. with the homie. Mm. Listen, I feel like one, one of these nights we got to try doing this on Zoom again in your uh, home studio. Hell yeah. See what we can do. Hell yeah. I really want to do some shit with the filters too. How, filters. <laughs> uh, um, if, if, if you can get your hands on the projector that you're mm. looking into. Mm-hmm. Um, that would be dope. So many things. So, so all many the things. awesome ideas. So many stuff and things. Um, thank y'all for listening. Thank you guys as always. And please remember, keep on. Oh, steady. Oh, yeah. Steady. Keep on. Come on. Hey, hey.
This has been Steady Geekin', a dynamic duo high-five production. No survivors! <laughs>